Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 118 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I am one of your hosts, Jim Viscardian. As always, I am joined by Christian Hoffer and uh, not Megan Peters today. She had some other stuff to take care of. And so uh, it's just going to be the two of us. Christian Hoffer, for those who are watching live, we do the show live every Monday uh, noon. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Christian is doing it from the car. He is on the road, so there is no no camera. You don't get to see Christian driving, but we are plugged into his ears, and he is ready to tag team Pokemon News with, yep. me, your fa- with me, your favorite host. I, I am here. You can't see me, but I'm wearing my slow poke uh, Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> I have, you know, I'm, I'm, I've got my full like vacation hair going on right now. It's pretty glorious. Um, nice. So it's it's uh, you know, I'm I'm ready to do this. I was born ready. <laughs> you know, I've been totally unplugged from the internet for the last like four days, so I have no idea what's going on. But yeah, let's talk about some Pokemon news. Let's do it. It's a bit of a shorter. Um, It'll be a probably a bit of a shorter show just because there wasn't a terrible amount of news this week. Just a lot of uh, a lot of other things that, you know, we can uh, a lot of things like more reactions to stuff that kind of happened or have been brewing over uh, the last couple weeks. Obviously, we're going to talk about Niantic responding to a lot of the Pokemon Go criticism. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, that has come after the, a lot of the changes that they they made. So we have a bit of that. Uh, there is, you know, there is some, you know, uh, a pretty cool update coming to that game. It kind of feels like it's happening at uh, the worst time, basically for for something like this because I, this is something I think fans have been waiting a long time for. Now that it's happening, everyone is like, nope, not playing. Uh, so so we've got a bit of that. Uh, we'll talk about uh, the big big balance update that came to Pokemon Unite. I'm curious to see uh, what Christian uh, thinks about that and what the, what folks in the chat are thinking about, uh, think about it. Cause I know a lot of folks have been playing that and then, uh, you know, we'll have some uh, Pokemon merch stuff. I uh, just got um, in the mail. It's embargoed for uh, this, this Friday. So we'll probably go through it uh, next week, but evolving skies is in my hands. Is that, I got does that come out this does that come out this Friday? No, I don't think it comes out this Friday, but the embar I think it comes out I think it comes out a week from this Friday. Uh, okay. 
Let me see. Now, now I'm pulling it up for us. Uh, Evolving Skies release date is August 27th. Nice. Okay. So the end of I, August. So I thought we had a few more weeks until that came out because you know once again, like I said, totally unplugged from the internet. <laughs> I've not been like online at all. So who knows? Um, but I was like, man, that's that's early. I, I feel like that's early. Yep. Yeah, I've got I've got I got a booster box as well. So like I said, we got plenty for us to go through uh, in the the next so, couple next couple so of Jim, days. Quick question. Yeah. Did they? I did not get the Pokemon question, Center Jim, exclusive. Did they send you like did their box? And if nice, that is exactly yeah. what I was going to ask. Yeah, I just got the uh, the the regular one. So okay, so here we go. Uh, let's start with uh, the, the new Pokemon Snap stuff. We're going to do a, a deeper dive next week because, like I said, Christian's been on vacation. I haven't had uh, enough time to really uh, dive into it because I've been playing through uh, a bunch of just trying to get a handle on the unite the changes that came to unite. But we're going to we'll, we'll go through that. But basically, like we've mentioned before, I think the general consensus is it's great. It's awesome. <laughs> and so uh, I'm uh, I'm yeah. excited to, to, to di- dive in a bit uh, to that more. There are n- some nice fun surprises into that. But, you know, you can you'll get our deep dive into that uh, next uh, next week. So we just want to make sure if you have not gotten it yet, you know, I mean, what are you waiting for? Go, go, uh, go get the update. But to, you know, like what we talked about last week, this is a great addition to to the game one that we kind of expected <coughs> but didn't necessarily expect the amount that that we got so uh so that's really so that's really the just that, that's that the the big thing though that i, I want to mention you know that's coming to pokemon go is we're getting the sword and shield legendaries uh Zacian and zamazenta finally making their way into into pokemon go and I feel like this should be so bigger, like should be a bigger deal than it is. Well, everything about this is weird. So you know, yeah, I, I'm really confused by this. So one, the timing. You know, they they only announced it because uh, they were getting a lot of flack for uh, their <laughs> their uh, social the or their their distance, their, their changes. Um, so they they released it on a weird day, um, and also. They just skipped over all of the Alola Pokemon. Like everyone was expecting <laughs> Gen Seven, and suddenly they add Zacian and Zamazenta instead, which makes no sense whatsoever. And like, and like Squovit and Wooloo are the other two. And yeah. so, like, well, this, okay, this, none of this makes any sense. Well, I can kind of, I can kind of see why they skipped the Alolan Pokemon right now because there's such a I don't want to say fervor, right? But like the sword and shield stuff is still super fresh. There's, it looks like they're planning on sticking around in this, you know, like with the Galar region, uh, especially because of journeys and things like that. So I so like, as far as relevancy goes, it makes way more sense for them to release Zacian and Zamazenta now than to go back to Alola. I think we'll still we'll still get Alola, but like we're so far past that game wise, anime wise, relevancy I mean, wise that like let's you know we don't have to go in order. 
when I mean, when has Pokemon Go ever done anything super relevant? You know, based on the relevancy of like the Pokemon franchise, the wider Pokemon well, franchise. I maybe mean, we they're just learning. Had Gen Six releases. You know, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe they're learning. Ago. We don't even have all the Gen Six legendaries. They haven't. They they probably don't know what they're doing with Zygarde yet. Um, well, and, no, but I mean, but we also got, but we got like Galarian variants ahead of a bunch of Alolan Pokemon. We had Alolan variants show up before that, and you know, well, that sure. actually was a tie-in with Pokemon uh, Sun and Moon, or maybe it was Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I forget the timing of that exactly. It was Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, but no, it, this this makes from a from a. It makes no sense. I, I'm just going to say it. It makes no no <laughs> sense whatsoever. Uh, I I I I remember I got the like Twitter alert saying it was coming, and I was just like, really. And and don't get me wrong, I'm going to do it. I don't have Zam- a, a permanent Zamazenta in my collection, so I'm going to get the Zamazenta. I'm going to stick it in Pokemon Ho, and I'm going to check another one off my my list. <laughs> um, but. Other than that, like this is the, like I said, I, I the only my only thought about this, the only reason, like the only logical thing that I could think of as to why they are doing this specifically, um, is that they, the Pokemon Company, usually does some sort of giveaway for the mascot legendaries. Uh, they they do a distribution. Okay? Yeah, usually it's a shiny distribution, uh, but they do some sort of distribution. So that players who don't have access to the other game, so like if you bought Pokemon Sun and you don't right. have access to Pokemon Moon, you can go and get Lunala into your game. And they do this usually through GameStop and things like that. And they have not right. been doing these distributions. Like, we don't really, you know, we've only had the one Zaru distribution and it was done through the Pokemon Trainer Club and, like, nobody got it. because and that was they such a cluster. The, uh, yeah. they, they, they botched the distribution, as they always do with Pokemon's Trainer Club. So my yeah. only thought process is, is maybe the Pokemon company put a little bit of pressure on Niantic or worked it out with Niantic as kind of an unofficial way to get Zamzenta and Zacian in the hands of players who don't have access to those Pokemon in their Pokemon Sword and Shield games. That was the yeah. only thing I could think of. Um, like Because otherwise... I mean, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, thank you. That's I'm, I'm I mean, I mean that, I mean, the job with the Pokemon marketing team. <laughs> For them. <laughs> I mean that, but also, but like, but like you. So you, so you just said, well, this doesn't make sense, and then came up with a, a perfectly good reason for it to make sense. If that's what they're, I mean, that's if that's what they're doing. But I think also too, right? Like, there are way more. And correct me if I'm wrong, but way more like legendaries in Sun and Moon than there are in, with the exception of I guess the added Calyrexes and. Yeah, Come, and, you, and I guess like the the Urshifus and whatever, but like, I mean, there's the there's all the there's all the Tapus, right? Yeah. And so like that, so there's what four of them, um, and then you've got you know you've got Cosmog, and what the uh, Necrozma, Marshadow, and oh, crap, what's the white one? Marshadow, um, a mythical Pokemon. Right. Okay. Um, so, but, uh, Majorna, Majorna, that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, well, so there's, there's about the same. So, you know, you have the four Tapus, you have, uh, Lunala and, uh, the, well, this, this is the other thing. Yeah. And, and, uh, so my, my 
possible thought is that the issue here is, sorry, my uh, wife has to run to the back. Um, <laughs> that's why you heard some beeping. Um, but my my thought is, is maybe they skipped over the Alola Pokemon because uh, Sokoleo and Lunala technically evolve. And so they don't know, should they try to do a full evolutionary line like they did in the main series games? I mean, obviously you will eventually be able to get a Cosmog that evolves into it. But maybe they haven't worked that out yet, and they wanted to do something big for the Ultra Unlock, or mm-hmm. maybe because they needed to do something to try to placate the Pokemon Go community because they ticked everybody off, um, and rightfully so. Um, right. They ticked, you know, everyone's ticked off for very good reasons, um, and this is you know the next best thing because the mascot legendaries are always a big deal. They're a bigger deal than the secondary legendaries, which like top uh, the Tapus are. And so right. this is what they came up with. And I think, and honestly, because the main series games, you know, around this time, the legendaries, you know, they start introducing some weird mechanics to the legendary Pokemon. You have Zygarde, which, you know, Zygarde has uh, four different forms. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I mean... But we, know they can ha- but we know they can handle forms because they handle forms with... Um... Oh, God. Uh, why am I having such a brain fart this morning? Uh, well, they, they, they've done forms with Deerling. I mean, they've done forms in the games, but yeah. this is different because, you know, the Zygarde, you have the Zygarde course, you know, so you have like 1% Zygarde. You have the 10% Zygarde, which is the one that looks like a dog. You have the 50%, which is the serpent. And then you have the mm-hmm. 100%, or I forget, like the full form or whatever they call the 100% Zygarde, which is, you know, uh, Zygarde as a mecha. Um, and <laughs> I don't, and, and all four of those have different stats. This isn't like Deerling and Salzbach where it's the same. Pokemon. I was thinking a gear. I was thinking a Giratina and Giratina does have different forms. And so do the Therian Pokemon, but this is, this is literally four different forms, all with radically different stats, radically different move sets. Um, yeah. so I, I think that might be the holdup on Zygarde. Um, and then you've got, you know, Sogaleo and Lunala, which both have... Um, They're Ultra Forms. But, but they don't actually have Ultra Forms. No, they don't have Ultra Forms. They have um, they do have variant forms. Um, I think, like, they have, like, basically, like, a charged-up form or something like that. But they have oh, an right. evolutionary line, which is not something that the legendary Pokemon usually have up until this point. Um, so maybe that's why they skipped it. I'm literally trying to do some, like... You know, theorizing, like theory crafting as to why <laughs> we're getting Zamazenta and Zacian in the game. Way out of thing. Because we have like um, 70 Pokemon, uh, not, and then there's the Ultra Beasts. Who knows what they're going to do with the Ultra Beasts? Although I think that Pokemon yeah. Go could like do that. That will be next year's. If I had to take a guess personally, Go-fest. I think, yeah, I think that will be next year's Go Fest. Yeah. Um, because you could do a full storyline with like the Ultra Beasts like invading our world and stuff like that. That would be a really cool one to do. Supposing that anyone plays this game anymore by the time the next year I mean, yeah. I mean, like, I think, I think also too the the interesting. Uh, there's there's you know there's comments in the chat right now it's like you know th- this is just an effort to feel like you know to make the game current and like you said right like it's uh like this is 
a lot of people are still playing sword sword and shield still getting introduced to to sword and shield and you're seeing it on the anime and i think they just want to be able to to get something that feels a bit newer into the game that you can still do other stuff with the the alolan stuff with and i think like i don't think anyone's I think diehards are clamoring for the Alolan Pokemon, but I even, but I think like casual players, like we can wait. That just means that it just gives us plenty of more stuff to, to go through yeah. as the, as I the, as the it. months go on. And so. Netflix, you know, Netflix finally announced when they're coming out with the new, the new journey episodes are coming out. Yep. So it's a, yeah, and so I think have the Sword and Shield arc into it. So, you know, maybe there's some synergy going on here. Um, I don't know. It all, it all just seems weird to me. It all, like I said, I, it got an eyebrow raise out of me when I saw the news. Yeah. Um, and it takes a lot to get an eyebrow raise out of me when it comes to Pokemon news because we deal with so much weird Pokemon stuff. Like, yeah. nothing really phases me at this point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But this certainly was like, like a what? <laughs> All right. Before before we go to our break, I want to talk about uh, one more, you know, just fun, cool Pokemon thing that uh, that is out there. Uh, you can get basically a small child sized Piplup uh, plush yep. if you would like. <laughs> like yeah, that, this- that is a thing that exists now. Yep. Uh, I mean, we knew that the merch tie ins for Diamond and Pearl were coming. Uh, and Piplup is definitely the most popular Pokemon they have. They're doing that Project Piplup over in Japan right now. And so, of course, you can buy a toddler-sized Piplup plush. I'm surprised I was able to say Piplup plush without, like, botching it. I botched it the <laughs> second time around. But the first time, the time that counts, I said it right. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's it's the latest in the series of, like, you, you want a massive Pokemon plush? We're going to give you a massive Pokemon plush. Yeah. So. The other thing I wanted to, to mention, too, that we didn't mention uh, when the news came out, but this is, like, it's such a cool thing. I've seen it pop up in my feed uh, a bit. That the Pokemon Company is giving away a replica of the bike from Red and Blue, which I think yeah. is just, like, which is... Just sell that. People would buy that. Uh, the whole thing cracks me up because it's not a functioning bike. No. So it's it, it doesn't work. No. It's just a it is it is a bike model with no chain, no ability to actually bike around. But uh, it plays music. <laughs> like push a button it plays the like what an easy what insane. An e- i know that's what i'm saying what an easy licensed oppor- license opportunity where like pair up with a big bike manufacturer and just sell the bikes like what a yeah super like oh, what a missed opportunity there Having, having, you know, been on vacation for the last four days and, you know, go, going to the places that I went during vacation, I can state unequivocally that people will pay a lot of money for very stupid things. <laughs> so, you know, people would buy this bike, like, a hundred percent. It plays music, and, you know, and, and it's like, I think it's like actual, like, metal. Like, I don't think it's like a plastic, uh, like a no. giant, like, plastic yeah, it's bike. like legit actual like rubber treads and like the rubber treads so the treads have different pokeballs on it 
and then like there's etchings on the inside of the tire so like the the tire i don't know like the the rims i guess of the yeah. tires uh of different pokemon so there's like gengar and there's pikachu and there's like snorlax and there's like one or two other ones but they etched into it i mean this is like some artisan work of like a generic bicycle <laughs> that's that's what like cracks me up about it it's like of all the things that you could make a replica of, like, you know, you can't do, like, a, a functioning polka flute? At least that's got a Pokeball in it. Nope, we're giving away a generic-looking bike that just... Like, there's nothing memorable about the bike. There's nothing memorable about the bike other than that you use it and you can go faster in the game. It's a quality-of-life improvement that you have to work for. Yeah, Practical. I mean... <laughs> Yeah. The other thing too, I was at a, I was at Target the other day, and I did not realize that Roblox or not Roblox, Mega Blocks is selling a giant Pokeball like model kit thing. Like not model because it's like because it's like bootleg Legos, but it's yeah. three hundred and three pieces, lights up in the middle, and looks like a giant Pokeball. It's thirty four ninety nine, and I may go back for it later this week to get it because it looked pretty awesome, and I kind of regret not leaving with it. <laughs> as as a Lego fan, I'm not going to judge you because they make a lot of weird Lego sets that look awesome. <laughs> yeah, like you know, like if you've ever seen like the Lego typewriter or like, oh like, yeah, the Lego classic Nintendo that like hooks up to a Lego television and you can like, there's like a little crank and it like does displays like the original, like Mario, like Mario stage one, one on it. So oh like, yeah. yeah. You. But it's like, man, like if, if I were to pay 35 bucks for like a, a, a knockoff Lego thing, I would want it to be of a Pokemon. Just, just saying a, another weird merchandise thing that, you know, I, I was catching up on emails and I saw the email hit my desk, uh, my, my inbox and I haven't like it's not really like article worthy but the Jazzwares spinoff so it's like one of the subsidiaries that makes mm-hmm. costumes has like uh. free up their licensing agreement so expect to see a lot more Pokemon costumes in the coming months because apparently well, good because they, most of the costumes are, are have been pretty terrible yeah yeah I know, I'm hoping that you know the, the fact that they made it like an announcement with it right means that means that they'll get more more and, more better. and better yeah. yeah nice all right we're gonna take a quick break and we'll get back we'll talk about the uh pokemon go boycotts and stuff and then uh the big pokemon unite discussion so we will be back in 60 seconds It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, so last week there was a call 
for a for a, a Pokemon Go boycott day, basically. And, yes. uh, you know, a bunch of big Pokemon Go uh, streamers and content creators um, all shared uh, uh, a note that basically said, hey, you know, outlining a lot of the things that we talked about last week, like, hey, there, you know, these changes, while yes, we appreciate the fact that they were taking into consideration the, the pandemic and whatever, but overall, it made the game way more accessible, way more accessible for uh, folks with handicaps. It made it more accessible just for, you know, for, for a such a wide audience. And clearly it paid off because Niantic, you know, posted some of its best profits for, with Pokemon Go over the last year. And so for them to come out and say, oh, hey, we're going to roll back a lot of those, you know, COVID friendly and, you know, in turn accessibility friendly changes. Deal with it. Oh, oh yeah. man, people did not. Rightfully so like that. And. So, 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 like I said, it it tore through the Pokemon, uh, the Pokemon community, and uh, and so then Niantic releases, (coughs) sorry, excuse me, uh, a statement that says, "Oh, whoops, sorry, our bad," but also, uh, we're not going to like, we're probably still going to do this, right? So they rolled back. Um, they rolled back a lot of the distance stuff for gyms and stops, um, you know, which, okay, great. Thanks. But it sounds, but it sounds like that it is still going to be very temporary. And, and they couched it with a lot of the, they couched it with, you know, the, the, the reasoning behind it being, well, look, when Pokemon go first came out, you know, we want to, we really want to push for, uh, healthy you know healthy lifestyles and get people out and to meet each other and and all that and like you can still have all of that Mm -hmm. and still have the the revised distance like things like that's not that's not pokemon go fest i think was a perfect example there were still people out Mm -hmm. looking to participate there in ways that you know it, it, to be fair, it came at a time where it felt like it was a bit safer for people to go out and go do those things. But also, like, it's a it's just a like, I don't buy that excuse because it's very clear that people are are, are still going to play the game like that, you know, it, no matter what. And, and take into, you know, take into their own considerations, their own safety and things like that. And so so it just seemed really, really like a. Oh, you caught us, but don't get too used to it. Yeah, <laughs> what are some of your thoughts? The, the, the I, I was not impressed by their statement. Uh, like, uh, it just rang as hollow to me. Like, oh, we're we're really just looking out for you. It's like, no, right. you're not. Like, if you were really looking out for us, you know, you would take into consideration. So they're like, we're going to start up a task force. And we're going to report back on our findings in a month. And it's like, you're hoping this thing is going to blow over in a month. And I mm-hmm. think that if they wait, you know, if, if they do not, if, if their stance is, well, our task force found that we want people to get up close to these Pokestops and gyms, and we're going to turn everything back to the way it was, they are going to lose a lot of people. Like, you know, the Pokemon Go community in particular is is built on a lot of goodwill. Like and, and yep. I say this with all due respect to Niantic and the people who work on Pokemon Go, like the the, the rank and file people. 
the game has a lot of glitches and it's it's not a polished game by any stretch of the imagination like i see weirdo glitches and weirdo flaws all the time like i can't use my pokemon go plus anymore you know they 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 basically turned off support for that years ago they um there, there's all sorts of just wild and silly flaws and glitches, and people stick with the game, and there's a lot of just goodwill that's associated with the game, and I think this might be the straw that broke the camel's back here. Um, you know, uh, like, because there's always been this sense of, like, well, Pokemon Go, you know, like, Niantic is just this tiny little company it only has like a hundred employees. Never mind the fact that you know, like literally, like it raised all this capital and has all this money. And Pokemon mm-hmm. Go literally prints money for them. But you know, it's just a tiny little con- company, <laughs> and these changes take time to implement. And you know, boy, it's fun to catch Pokemon in the real world. And you know, like everyone has a lot of good memories of Pokemon Go, and so they're willing just to let it ride. And this one was the first one where, like. People do not like billionaires telling you what's good for them. Like, you know, the last thing I want is like, you know, Jeff Bezos or uh, Richard Branson or Elon Musk to tell me like what a fat slovenly mess I am while going into space. You know, (laughs) this feels like when, when I was like trying to figure out exactly why people are so mad about this change. Like, you know, and, and people, you know, cause, uh, you know, in a, in a, if, if Neantic had made that, you know, like announcement a couple of years ago, like I was like trying to think about like, what about, cause Neantic has done stuff like this before and there hasn't been like the pushback. And I think one, it's because like these were the first, like, ma- like, you know, they talk about, they do these quality of life improvements all the time. Mm-hmm. And, like there's some, but these ones were really good. And they made yeah. a lot of sense. And also, like, you know, you can't go and talk about, you know, like, this just feels like a money grab at a time that Pokemon Go is making so much money. So much money. It's like, yep. you can't go and, like, be like, oh, man, like, we need to do this thing. And it's like, also, by the way, we made $5 billion off of Pokemon Go last year. It just doesn't. Or $2 billion, excuse me. I don't want to, like, right. overstate how many billions <laughs> of dollars Pokemon Go has made. But it's like, you know, I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't, I do not buy what they are selling. And that's basically what it comes down to. Yeah, I think, um, uh, but I think also, too, uh, there is, uh, it, it, I've seen so many big Pokemon Go streamers. Reversal. You know, uh, I've seen, um, uh, you know, the, the, the guys over at it's super effective, like, uh, a drive. These are all guys who have bought str- IRL streaming rigs to play the game for, with their community. Right. They have all basically said, yeah, no, that's where we like, we, I understand that I will probably lose viewers or whatever by not doing this, uh, you know, uh, with, with my IRL streams, but I cannot in good conscience condone like the, 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 the choices that Niantic has made, you know, for this game, this game has made the, the, the game less inclusive. And so, mm-hmm. 
And so it'll be really interesting to see how how it all shakes out. I still think we are in the very early days uh, of a lot of this. It'll be interesting to see if this ju- if this does blow over uh, or not. Um, but I, I know just even in my, my own small communities, right? Like I'm, I'm part of a, uh, a Pokemon go group in love on Facebook. That's just a bunch of local trainers and whatever. And they are all, you know, they're all like, it's gotten harder to play the game. And I was really, you know, getting into it now it's harder for me to play. So I'm probably just going to leave it behind. And, um, I, man, it'll be, uh, it'll be, it'll be interesting. And, um, but you know, to have the Reddit, to have the Reddit community be, be really upset to have the streaming community be really upset to have, you know, just folks on, on Twitter and whatever be upset. Like, you know, okay, you, you stepped in it, right? Like there are some times where they'll, they'll make or do things that are like, okay, well, I mean, it's not the biggest thing in the world, but this, this one's a big one. So, you know, without without belaboring the point for for too much, just want to, you know, just say like, you know, look, we are not saying don't go play Pokemon Go. If you still want if you still have the ability to play Pokemon Go in a way that is safe and comfortable for you, then by all means, you know, go go do it. Uh, but it's it's what what it has done for a lot of other people uh, who may not necessarily have those means is, um, you know, it's just, it, it sucks. But anyway, enough about that. Let's talk about Pokemon Unite because what we are in week two, three, and I still love it. And so uh, I am glad to see the changes that Unite made. Christian, have you yeah. played since the, the, the changes or uh, I have, have, not, have you not had a chance? Unplugged from the internet. So, sure. um, and, and, you know, when I did have Wi Fi, it certainly wasn't enough to do, like, I wasn't going to, like, test the Wi Fi strength. Of yep. <laughs> to see if I could get like a ten minute game in. I I I did like follow the changes. I you know we covered. I was the one who wrote up about the changes. I'm kind of surprised by which Pokemon like uh, Eldegoss. Like I was not expecting that to be the major nerf. Uh, yeah. Like I I you know sometimes I get a little bit of flack because um, people are like that's not a nerf. That's a balance change. And it's like okay, I really feel <laughs> like Eldegoss got nerfed in this one. Like, um, there, yeah, I don't like, I don't, I didn't think Eldegoss, I mean, Eldegoss is a, is a tougher Pokemon to play, at least for me, at least, but like even, but I never felt like with whatever Pokemon I was using, if I saw an Eldegoss, I was like, oh crap, I got to run. Right. Like, like there, I thought, I think I, I thought Eldegoss was pretty well balanced in comparison to some like you know uh gengar and you know uh i would even say gardevoir to an extent right like i know gardevoir is new and so they they may still be getting some some data on the usage there but i mean those are the two that need it the most i mean i think they they made some balances to to gengar that i think you know they they did uh, change some of the cooldown times um which i think make it a bit more fair but i still think gengar is still pretty pretty op at this point um but it was nice to see the changes to wiggly tough and charizard because i would because i would have yeah, thought wiggly that charizard tough. is m- more and more as i played i thought charizard is probably one of the weaker pokemon of the set uh which seemed weird for a pokemon that is deemed a an all-around kind of Pokemon, right? And so not that I think it needed to be OP, but I just thought it would probably be easier to play with 
until these changes happened. And now I feel like they have balanced that Pokemon correctly. But you were about to say something about Wigglytuff? Yeah. Yeah. W- Wigg- Wigglytuff yeah, is basically is, like, uh, oh, pe- you know, that, that oh sorry, is- you cut out. Yeah, no, no. I was about to say, like, uh, and I, if I recall correctly, like, a couple of Pokemon got, like, minor, like, stat adjustments, but Wigglytuff, like, it got three, like, a major stat overhaul. Like, uh, their yep. uh, HP, defense, and special defense all got raised up. And I, that was very, that was, you know, that, that was the only Pokemon to get that, like, like straight up, like, overhaul in terms of its stats balance. Um, and like I said, do, like, I think like double slap, like it's, it's, it's a uh, strength, like, you know, like how much damage it actually does like doubles or something like that. It's like, so yeah. it, I watched a couple of videos where like I saw it in action and I was like, Oh man, this is going to be fun to play as, um, yeah. And Charizard, Charizard needed it. Um, Charizard was a popular pick. I think part of the reason why Charizard got, you know, they, they, cranked it up a bit was because a lot of people pick Charizard as their starting Pokemon. And so, you know, they were competitively behind people who picked Pikachu or one of the other Pokemon. So I I think that was, that was a big reason why. They, another, another, like uh, not necessarily a buffer nerf, but a, a change that they made to ranked, which I thought was a nice welcome adjustment is they have, um, adjusted the increase and decrease of rank after uh, after a match um, so oh, basically good. like what happens yeah so basically you know for for those who are who play ranked know that you know if you win you obviously you you get the gem you know to to move up you know three of them and then you move to the next rank um, but if you're in a rank and you have none of the the diamonds and you're you know in your last one like you get points basically for every um every game that you win and it seemed like if you lost uh you know you would go way way down now this was way more noticeable for those who were in master rank uh where it seemed like they basically you know it was oh it felt felt it feels almost impossible to stay uh, in master rank just in seeing i'm not there yet so i have no idea but in just seeing a bunch of people who are who are playing like it's been really hard to stay there and so hopefully this this helps that uh a bit um but but i thought that was a nice kind of welcome change to uh as as, as one of the first updates for the game which is I, nice I, I was very surprised that they uh, did a balanced patch this quickly. And they, other MOBAs do well, balanced they, patches on a pretty regular yeah. basis. And the big question was, was this going to be treated, was this game going to be treated like a, a real MOBA, or was this going to be a MOBA name only, where it's not really like a live service game? And I think we've got our answer. Uh, yep. with with this and and they also released two new hollowwares too we've got like absol with yep. the top hat and we've got like a fancy greninja if i recall correctly man but i hate i hate the color scheme on that uh absol <laughs> you don't you don't like that you don't like that uh like robin egg blue uh, <laughs> sea foam green Ugh. Like I, I saw that it's like i always i always tried writing an article about it. like i i still haven't figured out like um 
you know the, the cadence for Pokemon Unite articles yet. Like as we yeah. as we're doing the coverage for it. Like obviously we're going to cover like balance patches, but like for our League of Legends coverage, we cover like new skins and stuff like that. And it's like, do people really want to know every time there's a new skin? Um, I think because there's so little, the answer is yes, because I think you're waiting for a good skin for the Pokemon that you main. And for yeah. like right now, like Ninetales doesn't have any. And I'm like, where's my Ninetales? Where's my Ninetales foil? It, it, right. It and like that you are still a Ninetales main, like all power <laughs> to you. That's a solid Pokemon. Like, no, not knocking on Ninetales at all. But me knowing you as well as I do. And how you play video games. One, I'm shocked that you're still playing Pokemon Unite. But two, <laughs> <laughs> but two, that like, Nine Tails is my main. Yeah, I'm surprised that like Nine Tails is is your main. Like uh, yeah. Nine Tails, Nine Tails is a little bit of a complex Pokemon to play as. Like uh, yeah. it's it's it is not a uh, beginner Pokemon. I mean, it is a beginner Pokemon. You can get it for free, but it is uh, not the easiest uh, Pokemon. There's there's a little bit of nuance to to it's their uh, it's it's definitely a Pokemon that you cannot go anywhere alone. Um, yeah. and, and not that not that you should go anywhere in Pokemon Unite alone because that defeats the purpose of the game. But you should. Uh, you know, it nine tails works really well when you've got a group, uh, and you've got, um, you know, uh, and, and you know how to play it, but you know, the nine tails to me is the perfect, uh, like it's just ranged enough, but also can do, can also do some damage up close. Um, and so that's kind of why, like, I just, I like that, um, that I think the other one, I think Bruce Bain uh, in the chat too, or in, even uh, C. Luigi uh, says like uh, Cinderace has become uh, a growing favorite of mine as well uh, for a lot of the same a lot of the same reasons. But Cinderace got nerfed quite a bit. I mean, Blaze Kick got uh, a damage uh, decrease, and Faint got downgraded, and Pyro Ball. Uh, well, Pyro Ball I think got got an increase, but it doesn't feel like it did because everything else is. Um, uh, feels I, like it got it got weakened. I personally am excited to be able to use Venusaur a lot more effectively because I know that the um, Unite move got a big you know bo- uh, boost in damage and yep. uh, Solar Beam you know received like a second cooldown. So I'm like, oh man, I'm going to get like three more Solar Beams off in the game. Like oh yeah, <laughs> uh, we'll say Zara Zara Aura. Like if you can if you can figure that uh, that Pokemon out is still good. Gosh, what a like that is a. I w- I don't want to say Zara Aura is overpowered because Zara Aura is a hard Pokemon to play. But if you can master Zara Aura, man, you are you're go- you're golden. One one of my favorite games that I've played in Pokemon Unite was. The other team had the Zeraora, who, you know, Zeraora and Gengar are both junglers, so they hang to that middle area. Um, you you want to level that thing up as quick as you possible, and then you go and, like, run up and down. You try to either pick off, you know, Pokemon that are by themselves, or, you know, you, you support your team. And for whatever reason, the Zeraora kept showing up at, like, the worst possible time for him. And, like, so he would, like, go after, like, one of my teammates or two of my teammates. And I don't know if he was, was it playing it right or what, but always come up against the Zeraora where it was down to, like, a quarter health. And I'd be like, hello, Solar Beam. Goodbye, Zeraora. And, like, I sniped him 
like six times in a game. Like it was like insane. Yep. I was like, dude, stay away from me. I'm just going to kill you. But it's like, and what are you doing? Like, what are you doing that's causing your health to be so low so much of the time? Like they would just like <laughs> run into my lane. And I was like, goodbye. Like, why? Like, just just go away. I felt so bad for you. Like, I was like, this has to be a kid who's playing this. Yeah. I, I will say, though, I will say that my early my early main Talonflame uh, got got some increases, too, which which have made that Pokemon way easier to play. Like, I get it. I mean, it's a it's basically the starter Pokemon, but mm. it is. Uh, it is way easier to play now, um, and and you don't you won't feel as um, you know alone basically when you know if you get caught kind of in a a one v one situation against uh, against another Pokemon. But so that was that was really nice to see uh, as well. So um, yeah, yeah as, as far as like you know strategies go and. Um, you know, just other kind of gameplay tips. It really, it, a lot of it really comes is Pokemon specific, right? Like there's like Christian said, you know, there are some uh, Pokemon that are, are junglers, right? Well, there are Pokemon that you want to get out into the jungle, you know, and, and, and just beat up on uh, as much Pokemon as you can to level up because you need to level up as fast as possible. And then there are others that like you, you have a bit of a time for, but my loop is usually that uh, I get the, you know, the, the first, I go usually bottom lane. So I do the, the APOM and then I go into, I get the, the Ludicolo and the, um, oh crap, what's the Pokemon with the giant horns? No, it's not a, uh, Boofalant? Yeah, the Boofalant. Yeah, yeah, the, bo- yeah, the Boofalant. And, and then like come back around, um, and, and go after, you know, some of the, the Pokemon that you find on the bottom row. And, and that seems to have been for someone who mains Ninetales, uh, getting to Ninetales as fast as possible is, is important because it is, it, at least to me, it feels like it, it, it is harder to level up Ninetales, uh, w- once you kind of get past that initial hurdle and uh but once well like once you do and just start stacking some stuff it it really becomes a lineup but that, that's usually my loop um and uh, it does well for me yeah i i look forward to eventually actually playing a game with you uh when, yes when we, we i'm should. not on the road um yeah we should we should uh go and try to do that now that i i showed you how to become friends on pokemon unite uh, I wrote that article and like four people like commented like on Twitter and stuff. Like I'm pretty sure Christian wrote this article for Jim. It is. They made it just so weird. Like why are there like 45 different ways to identify someone in this game? And I assume it's because it's going to be on mobile soon. And so like, yeah. you're going to need to integrate with, you know, people who log in with their Apple IDs or their Android IDs or whatever. And so, but gosh, man, they they do not make it. They do not make it easy to at least figure out it first. Then when you figure it out, it's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and so um, when I when I log on tonight, I'll make sure to, to share mine on Twitter. So if you're not following me at Jim Biscardian at Pokemon Pod CB, uh, then you know make sure you are um, make sure you're doing that. And we'll 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 get it on there. Uh, but Christian, are you in a are you able to do? Pokemon fact of the week stuff right now, or do you need to take the lead on that? Is a Pokemon encyclopedia, Jim. Of course I can do the Poke fact of the week. 
Uh, I will need your help to look up a little something for me because okay. when I was doing my research this morning, I didn't realize this until after I'd hopped into the driver's seat. So I was like, I can't look this up. Um, so while I give off the main poke fact of the week, can you look up, is Natu a psychic flying or is it a pure psychic Pokemon? I'm pretty sure it's a psychic can, flying, which makes its Pokemon. I can tell you in a second. Really weird, it, but while you're it doing is that, psychic. It is psychic flying. Okay, then I've got a two-parter. So we're continuing our trek around the Pokedex, uh, JoJo Pokedex. We're talking about Natu and Zatu. Zatu's Pokedex entry is one of those rare Pokedex entries that actually references the real world. Like, of course, in these early Pokemon games, the idea was that this is really like actual world. Mew comes from South America. You know, there's an actual place that Mew is associated with. Zatu is another one, which obviously Zatu's um, uh, motif is yeah, supposed to be based off of, um, to me, it looks like a, you know, uh, Native American First Nations, um, you know, like a, a totem pole. Um, but Zatu's yeah. uh, Pokedex entries uh, references South America and talks about how in South American legends, Zatu you know, it talks about how one eye is always looking into the future and the other eye is always looking into the past. But the interesting thing is it's one of those like handful of Pokemon. There's like two or three of these early Pokemon that they talk about like South America or like real world right. actual places. And this is one of them. And it lasts a really long way into the game. Like, you know, I'm pretty sure like we continue to see this up until like Gen 4 or Gen 5's Pokedex entries which I think is really interesting. Um, with yeah. Natu, the strange thing is, and like I said, I, I read the Pokedex entries for that, and then I didn't think about it until like, I had hopped into the car, so I couldn't like cross-reference at all. Natu, they talk, constantly talk about the fact that its wings are not developed, so it does, a, you know, it climbs trees and so it flies up the trees. Like, I, it doesn't really possess the ability to fly. Its jumping power is outstanding. Exactly. Which is weird because it's a flying Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, you know, that, 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 that holds like Dodrio and, uh, you know, Doduo and Dodrio are also normal flying type Pokemon that also. But they're based off like ostriches and they then yeah. they don't fly. You know, I saw real life ostriches this week. Um, that oh, was, good that for was you. really cool. Yeah. I, I, that was interesting. We actually saw like. What, like ostrich eggs that had been laid by an ostrich like that morning. Uh, oh wow! So, yeah, um, I think that, so the thing was, I love about the of Zatu is basically it's like Pokemon what the Pokemon version of the Watcher, where like he can see everything that that is happening and just like decides and he goes I, and, and will not try to change it. Yeah, but I think and I think in one of the I think in one of them it says like he is powerless to change them, and so that's why he doesn't care. But like I just love it. It's it an Ultra Moon. That's it. While it can see the future, it has no desire to change it. It's like nope, that's going to be a problem, and I don't want to get involved. So uh, you know, it's just it's well, you, just going to happen. But and you compare that to like Absol, which you know Absol always appears before times of like disaster. And it's like trying to warn people, but it's like Harold is like this, you know, this, you know, uh, harbinger of disaster. And, uh, you know, compare that with Zatu's like, oh, yeah, this place is about to get blown up by a volcano. Eh, whatevs. <laughs> but don't you think like if a bunch of Zatu's got together and and like, I think 
you know, a flock of Zatus can probably change something for the better as opposed to maybe one individually? Yeah, I mean, you, you would think that. Okay, really quick slight question because I'm, I've got, uh, you know, once again, I'm driving. So, you know, not yep. all of my mental capacity is being dedicated to to podcasting. <laughs> What's the name of the main watcher in the Marvel Universe? Uatu. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's Uatu. So we've got Zatu, the Pokemon that watches yep. and never interferes. And we have Uatu, the big-headed dude who also watches but never interferes. Except for, like, the dozen or so times that he does actually interfere. Right. Like, right. for someone who's like, you know, like, I can never interfere, he interferes an awful lot. Um, <laughs> just just putting it out there. Like, like you know, like, that, that 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 gimmick has run its course, buddy. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, but yeah, so you know, I, I this Zatu and Natu are actually some of my favorite like Gen two Pokemon. I I hold a deep fondness for all the Johto Pokemon, but these two are like my favorite. I I had a Zatu on my team in uh, when during my Pokemon Gold and Pokemon Silver run throughs. Like I I love this Pokemon. Yeah. No, for for sure. All right, well, there's your Pokemon fact of the week. Before we go, uh, we did get a, a new review in. I was saying it was a really nice one, so I wanted to read it. This one comes from Captain Bowman. Uh, tops my podcast chart every week. This podcast really covers everything in all caps. Pokemon. I have been a listener for a long time, and now I'm always excited to see new episodes appear in my playlist queue. Love to hear f- uh, from each individual's perspective and specialties each week. Megan, Jim, and Christian. I was excited to hear that this week, amongst the TCG, Anime, Pokemon Go, and in the games that Pokemon Unite was added to the list of things I can look forward to listening out for. You guys do a great job, and as a Pokemon fan of 25 years, keep up the good work. Favorite Pokemon from the original 151 is Kangaskhan. Great choice. Favorite Solid. Pokemon overall is uh, Delmize. And uh, Pokemon uh, favorite Pokemon Unite is Cramorant. Oh, that's a that's, you need some skill to play Cramorant, so uh, I, I appreciate the, the hustle to, to make that one work. Thanks for the updates. And I'll keep looking forward to them. And hopefully I can stop by for the live show one of these weeks. Thank you. Thank you, Captain Bowman. Uh, so, you know, that is one of the uh, best ways to help support the show. If you're asking yourself, man, I love this show. would love to do my part as part of this community. Uh, leave us leaving us a, a review on iTunes is one of the best ways you can do it. Otherwise, feel free to uh, join us live on t- on Twitch every monday noon eastern 9 a.m pacific and then the uh, the episodes usually go live uh shortly thereafter usually about two or three uh, hours after we go live on mondays and so uh, be on the lookout for that otherwise you can follow us on twitter uh, pokemon pod at pokemon pod cb is the official account for the show i'm at jim viscardi christians at seahoffer c bus and until next time folks may the shiny luck be in your favor hope you uh can get uh, to master level in Unite. And overall, just stay safe, folks. We'll catch you next week.